Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessing saints, this is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on today's episode of the Word Podcast. Uh, we've been looking in recent times together at uh, basically the sign of the Lord's coming again and of the end of the age. And as we have seen, it, the scripture is just full of things. We're actually in Matthew 25 right now where the Lord is giving some examples given some uh, uh, parables. Uh, he'd been doing it since the end of Matthew 24, explaining the truths that he'd already laid out. And the bottom line with all this is he's telling us to be on the alert and be ready. Remember Matthew 25, 13, he said, Be on the alert then, for you do not know the day nor the hour. And then he gave an example, and we saw this in the last episode. He's like, he says like a man who goes on the journey and calls his slaves in, and he trusted them with his possessions. And to one slave he gave five, to the other two, another one. And so we saw that parable that some were faithful and some were unfaithful. The one that had one uh, talent given to him uh, buried his talent, did not use it because he was fearful <clears throat> of uh, the master. And the master came back and said, well, you should have at least put it in the bank, right? So he actually comes along and said, I want you to throw this worthless slave into the outer darkness. You see that in verse 30 of Matthew 25. Throw this worthless slave into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So we learned some things about a place here called the outer darkness. There's weeping, there's gnashing of teeth, and the worthless slave is thrown there. Now, all the people in this example, this parable, were described as slaves. And I think it's a picture of uh, mankind and what the Lord has blessed us with and how we're to use our lives and what we're to do. <clears throat> and here's one who just basically buried his life because of fear. Now, let's pick it up, Matthew 25, verse 31. It flows right from this example. As a matter of fact, the first word is, but. So he just says, throw out the worthless slave into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. And this is sort of interesting because remember Jesus is speaking in response to some questions that were asked. And he's been speaking since the beginning of chapter 24, okay, in our Bibles. And so this is a, a long discourse right here, a long conversation. And all of a sudden he's been, he's been telling these things, but then he says, you got to know this, that when the Son of Man comes in his glory. Now Jesus is saying that. And since Jesus is saying that, we can know that the truth is what? That the Son of Man is going to come. And he's going to come in his glory. And then the next part of the verse says, And all the angels with him. So the Son of Man is going to come in his glory, and all the angels with him. Then he will sit on his glorious throne. And so in that one little verse covers quite a number of uh, events, <clears throat> quite a period of time, actually, from when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the various things that happen when the Lord comes again. Scripture shows us a great deal about all this. But Jesus is just reminding them, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to come again. I'm going to come in all my glory. All the angels will be with me. And I'm going to be sitting on the glorious throne. And then he says this, verse 32, all the nations will be gathered before him. And he's speaking of the Son of Man. He's speaking of himself. And so he's saying, here's what's going to happen. <clears throat> all the nations. Now the nations are those and that are not Jewish, 
Okay, not Israel. And they're not the church. Okay, they're not the saved people. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them from one another as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Now, this is a, a rather familiar uh, teaching that Jesus gives, not a parable per se, because Jesus is saying, is saying this is what's going to happen. I'm going to gather the nations, but he describes the nations basically as being in two categories. There's going to be goats and there's going to be sheep. Okay, So he is sort of painting a picture, a metaphor of something here. He's saying something to us. Now, <clears throat> the sad thing is, as we're about to see in just a moment, uh, I think this passage is tremendously mistaught. Okay, I think people totally miss the whole point of this passage. They teach another truth out of it, which is fine. I know what the other truth is, and I'll touch on it in just a moment or our next episode whenever we get to it. And I know what they mean by it, uh, but usually it's, it is a secondary or even a tertiary understanding of this passage, and they miss the primary understanding. Jesus is answering the question, what's going to be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? How will we know these things are going to happen? How will we know what you're saying is occurring? How will we not be deceived? So now Jesus is saying, I'm going to be sitting on the throne and all the nations will be gathered to me, the sheep on the right and the goats on the left. Now watch this, verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right, so that's the sheep, come you who are blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So he's looking at the sheep, and a lot of times people say, oh, that must be the church because uh, the Lord describes us as sheep. No, that's not the church. By this point in time, the church has already been raptured. We saw that in the beginning, uh, middle part of uh, <clears throat> chapter 24. <clears throat> Excuse me. Still a little pollenish around here. <laughs> and so he's, he describes them as sheep here. But he looks at them, he says, come. And he tells them, you are blessed of my Father. And he says, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. I don't think I can emphasize that enough. You see that phrase several times in Scripture, and it shows us such truth. You see it in Ephesians 2, uh, that the Lord is actually, before the foundations of the world, planned the work that He desires for us to do today. The very thing we're supposed to be doing, if we're abiding in Him and seeking Him, he will guide us to it, walk us through it, because he's planned it before the foundation of the world. Here, there was a kingdom prepared for these people, for these sheep, before the foundation of the world. And, and that type of thing is just marvelous. I mean, it's just so uh, amazing in our mind to comprehend what Jesus is saying by that. Now, let me just read through the next two verses because it's one sentence. And it sort of sets the context, and we'll pick it up next time. Uh, I'm actually going back up where we just were. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed in my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For, this is verse 35, I was hungry. And you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty. And you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger. And you invited me in. Naked. And you clothed me. I was sick. And you visited me. I was in prison. And you came to me. Now verse 37. Then the righteous will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry? 
and feed you, or thirsty, and give you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger, and invite you in, or naked, and clothe you? These folks were absolutely dumbfounded, or will be dumbfounded by what Jesus is saying. Then they said this, When did we see you sick, or in prison, or come to you? They literally don't understand what is happening, particularly in the context of what has been going on in the 70th week of Daniel and God's wrath being poured out, because this is happening after the end of that 70th week of Daniel. This is happening during the time of judgment. Okay, the Lord's sitting on the throne, right? And they're asking, when did we see all this? Now, listen to the answer, and we'll pick it up again from here next time. The king will answer and say to them, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it to me. Now, that is absolutely amazing. We'll get into the ramifications of that next time. But what he is saying is, when you did these things, okay, when you visited, when you clothed, when you and sheltered, when you fed, when you gave someone who was thirsty a drink, when you did these things to these who are brothers of mine, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine, he's speaking about the Jewish people and perhaps the church. Okay? He's saying anytime when these folks right here helped Israel and the Jewish people and the body of Christ, particularly in the time of great tribulation. I tell you what, my time is way past. I'm going to stop right here. We'll pick it up next time. I'm Dale. Thank you for being with me, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.